labelling the good things around Australia. Our experts analyse the weekend's major meetings. Get set on Radio Tab. Understand his fresh form's very good. Of course, he was away for a couple of weeks over the Christmas New Year period, David Gately. Let's find out what he likes for this quadrilla at uh, Flemington. So we're talking about races 7, 8, 9, 10. Good morning, David. We know punters love it, and we want to get the quaddy, and we need the first leg. It's race seven, of course, benchmark 70. Gee, tough start, nice sense of humour to throw this at its first leg, and I think Vagrant uh, was terrific first up against the pattern, and good price last time, sat handy at 1400, one OK. Held off uh, a couple of horses, Mark Edmund, Riverport. Now, they would have run by now, race six. Um, if you're putting your quaddies on later, you get a little form reference there. I think can win again in a race of a lot of hopes. Green belt, well... He's the best horse. He's just first time off 91 weeks. That's a query. Couple of jump out wins. He's run. He's one run. Uh, last time we saw him was in a stakes race. I think he was the best run in that race uh, in Queensland. And um, I remember Black booking him that day, thinking this would be a really good horse. And then haven't seen him for 91 weeks, but he's back. So hopefully he can hold together and run well here. Helix uh, finally had a good ride last time and, and just beaten by a good one. Punch Lane uh, probably goes forward offset the draw. Intrepid Eagle next for the wider quarters, the 12.5687. The Standish, not the deepest Standish I've seen, and that's an interesting race because we've got a short price favourite to Gripper who has to run a strong 1,200 metres out and on drier ground. Look, if I'm taking that price, I want him at 1,100 and on slightly softer ground, but he's still going to be extremely hard to beat when he has one at the 1,200 in weaker grade. I've got him second pick. He's in the quaddy. Treasured star resumes. Um, I thought the jump out win was smart. Had excuses first up last prep. And then two and a half lengths off Amelia's jewel reads well for this. Snapper's jumped out well. I'm not sure he came up last prep. You go on his previous campaign, he can certainly win this. And Curran, he's testing the friendship. But uh, Flemington back on dry ground. He's in the quaddy. Three, two, six, four. Third leg. Pretty keen miracle spin here. Uh, top return, rush time, and then... Thrash some pretty handy horses around. We get the mile. Have to think Flemington will suit him. And um, yeah, he's just become a really good horse, this guy. Captain Britain, forget Ballarat, tough track. Top win prior to that and really good last start uh, coming wide or racing wide. Ton of Red had a gap between runs into his last start. And uh, the mile looks suitable. He'd be fitter. He goes in. And Piaggio was an obvious figure run last time when he buck jumped. That'll stop you. Three, eight, seven, nine. The last, I think Ebony King's a good value chance here. Did it more than enough first up. The one that beat uh, this horse, Luna Cat, form ties in through pink bow tie. This horse was good. Second at last, but beat home dashing. Again, that ties in. Gets to 1,200, drawn out. A couple of key rivals are drawn in up the straight here. Is it me's one of those? He's off back-to-back wins. The horses he, he's beating keep winning. Uh, the likes of Bel Air and pink bow tie. And he was on the heels of dashing prior to that, so... Yeah, all the form ties in. Jenny Jerome, good first up. She's a really good second horse. And she was luckless when Is It Me beat her here in our last preparation. And Jungle Jim, not sure his favourite, but um, he'll give you a sight. And um, he's in my quaddy as well. Eight, two, six, and one home. At best, I'm going to race nine, number three, Miracle Spin. We've touched on him. And uh, he might have better wins in him than an 84. And I think Flemington will really suit him, so... Um, yeah, nine by three, miracle spin at best at Flemington. Value, we've touched on this horse as well. Race 10, number eight, Ebony King, for those reasons outlined, gets to 1,200 drawn out and uh, surely competitive. Best in Sydney, Rose Hill, race four, number 11, 
infancy. Uh, forgive the first time I luck with last time. And gee, has that been a strong form race? Uh, sec, uh, first and second both to run well in stronger races. The fourth horse was off the map and won midweek. Warwick Farm as well. So race four, number 11, infancy, our best in Sydney. Thanks, mate. Thanks, David. So let's go through that information for you. But the best bet, 9-3 Miracle Spin is $2 with tab fixed at the moment. And the value is race 10, number 8, Ebony King at $7.50. So best Melbourne, Flemington, 9-3, the value, race 10, 8. At Rose Hill, he likes Infancy. Race 4, number 11. Price at the moment, $3.40. And his Quadrella numbers, I'll grab those for you. And uh, in the first leg, his numbers here are 12 over 5, 6, 8 and 7. So race 7 at Flemington, he's suggesting take numbers 12, 5, 6, 8, 7. Race 8, 3 from 2, 6 and 4. 3, 2, 6, 4. Race 9, 3 over 8, 7, 9. 3, 8, 7, 9. Race 10, 8, 2, 6 and 1. 8, 2, 6 and 1. Michael Maxworthy's with us. Of course, the sales day four getting underway in about 15 minutes time. Now, it was discussed a few of the horses that you fancy, Mike, but your three standout specials for this special day of racing, Magic Minions. Yeah, we're going to start with uh, the horse that I felt was a bit of value in uh, race four, number nine, Boom Talk, but he's probably been back down to his right price now, about eight or nine dollars, four, nine, Boom Talk. I know he's got to put in a career best performance uh, we've touched on Rothfire you know a proper group one sprinter Queensland's best horse um, and this fellow's rating is only 75 where Rothy's 112 but I just think in you know six months time boom talk rating probably gets close to 90 maybe 95 points so I just think he's continuing to improve and he's worth a, a bit each way so race four number nine boom talk uh, we then move to race six, and uh, Rothfire Stablemate here, I think, can bounce back. Prince of Boom, number one. Things haven't gone according to plan this prep in two runs so far. He pulled up with the heart arrhythmia uh, out of the Swiss ace, the race one by Natuno. And then on the 9th of December, he ran 9th at Eagle Farm behind all that pizzazz, beaten three lengths, but he drew 12, he had 61, he was posted all of the way. I just think in this syndicate race, wait for age over 1,100. We'll see him bounce back here. I know he's got the outside barrier, but I think he's got superior speed. Golden Boom will probably try and go with him through the first couple of hundred, but I think handlebars down, Prince of Boom, try and cross and lead and catch me if you can under the weight scale the weight for age he should be able to win and then uh, the other one steve we touched on was king of sparta i think he's the safest bet on the card seven three his uh, soft track form is okay he's had 12 starts two wins and three placing never been on a heavy not that it's going to get to that but he does prefer you know a good four a good four is probably ideal for king of sparta uh, i think he's the uh, the best bet on the program tomorrow all right so four nine boom talk race six one prince of boom and race seven number three king of sparta so what's on the agenda for the remainder? You're going to walk into the sales ring after we finish here at our outside broadcast michael yep go and have a bit of a look um might have a look at a couple of yearlings going through book two. They're, they'll be arriving today. Um, and then get ready for tomorrow. It's going to be a massive day. 
11 huge, races, isn't it? Yeah. huge field sizes, mm. and uh, we're hoping the weather is, is kind. It uh, was pretty ordinary earlier, but I can see a little bit of blue sky at the moment, a bit like yesterday. Um, we did get a, a shower midway through the afternoon, and then after half an hour, it was totally blue sky, so hoping for that for tomorrow. Yeah, a couple of Magic Minions memories for me with the two-year-old when I went to track work this morning. Uh, went up to the tower there, or up into the, the elevated position there, get a great view of the track. Often Lee Freeman sits up there with his partner, but Gillian Heinrich was sitting up there, and we reminisced about military rows, just extraordinary. Uh, she was unbeaten going into the Minions. I think she started about $4 on the day. Starthy Catsetus rode her. Uh, brilliant victory. Of course, there was a sea of pink. Uh, Gillian Hoss, Heinrich, everyone involved. Daughter Taylor was only very young at that particular stage. And then after that, she went to Sydney in a slipper lead-up, which she won. And on the back of that, she was favourite for the slipper. But then Gillian was saying she suffered a heart arrhythmia. And she was never the same after that. And then Jerry Harvey, I think, ended up buying her as a broodmare. But um, Military Rose, just so many wonderful memories there. And also, as I was walking out of the stable, I saw Adrian late this morning riding track work. He's, yeah. he's based in North Queensland, mm. but he's going to come going to come down and ride a bit of work in South East Queensland. Karuda um, Queen, yeah. Yeah, and then mm. memories of Karuda Queen. He said he wasn't here that day. He was overseas. Uh, and he only got to see the closing stages. And on the coverage he was watching, the race cut off. So he rang, yeah. rang his dad, Neville, very, and he answered the phone, obviously, amongst the, the craziness. Mm. Uh, everyone wanted a piece of Neville late. But that's another fairy, that's another fairy tale type story yeah. um, from the Magic Minions. You know, but we talked about Clan O'Sullivan and uh, Brave Warrior. Yeah, Clan O'Sullivan, he, I think he holds the record uh, for the Magic Minions at the time that he recorded that day. Um, see, that was a long time ago. So 87 was the first year. Snippets. And then in the next three years, they had two divisions, remember? In uh, 88, promise. 89 and 90. They had a Phillies division and a Colts and Geldings division. And then in 91, Bold Promise won twice. Um, obviously, different days. I can't remember when. Um, when the other division mm. was run. But um, she won by six lengths in the Phillies division and three lengths in the, you know, the open two-year-old Magic Midians. Uh, bold promise, Mick Dipman Rota. Whatever happened to Sterling Smith? Yeah, he was the trainer, yeah. He was the son of uh, uh, Ernie, wasn't he? Yeah, the brother of Tommy, Tommy. Smith. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been history of this, and, you know, um, it literally has gone from strength to strength to, um, you know, the humble beginnings. And that first Magic Midians, when, when you replayed at the outset today, some of the horses that competed in that, like, you know, Snippets, what a, what a horse to win the inaugural running. Um, we talked about just, the, the next year with the protest uh, involving um, Kelso's horse, Prince Regent. Yeah, and Molokai Prince. Prince yeah. yeah, And then next year, Magic Men's are ever-evolving, aren't they? It looks like we're going to have five or six races on Friday night, so it'll be tonight, next year, mm. under the lights, and then hopefully back for only nine on, on the <laughs> Saturday. So, yeah, this, this is just, uh, I don't know where it's going to end. And the, the next year, they're going to have on the Friday night, I think it's like a slot race for the three-year-olds. Not sure how that's going to work, but, um, yeah. And those horses last week, um, that one, Spywire, and, of course, uh, Co uh, Harry Coffey's mount, the, the, the filly. Mm. Um, I'll just reiterate the, the winners that have backed up in recent times or past couple of years. Exhilarates has backed up, one Sunlight backed up and one. Hoots have backed up and one. Le Chef backed up and one. And, of course, Real Surreal for Kelso. That's going back away, one in Brisbane. 
and then came to the Gold Coast a week later and won. So I think anything's possible, but that is a system that clearly works. Yep. Um, last year, it was uh, skirt the law. It was a big gap between runs. Tony was yeah. a little bit worried. He had to trial her. Um, Move to the Thursday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when Capitalist won it, he went straight from the wild magic means, didn't he, when he came here? He did. Around about the t- um, three But he, he three just was weeks. a bit freakish, like oh, some of the winners. Yeah. Every yeah. now and then you get those freaks, like the Sunlights and those other standards. Yeah. Cool and Gadab was one of those. And yep. You know, quite a few others. Yeah. So it's interesting, the betting. You were saying earlier today that you felt that 2.30 is, is rock bottom storm boy. You're thinking that... I just looked at his sectional times last night. I know it was ugly for him early and he had to work and, and then he had an outside lead. And he's a, he's a momentum builder, as I said. So, you know, he takes a while. He winds into his work. And that sectionals, gee, that was slow in that race coming home. Yeah. Um, even the 1,800-metre race on the day, I think, went quick last 600. So... I, I just think personally that you'll get better if you like him. Yeah. I'm not putting him. I'm just saying, if you look at the... I'd we, say he's too short. I mean... Oh, sure he is. But the $2.30 suggesting he's going to jump, cross, lead, win, just about. I don't know whether it's going to be that easy. Things can't go wrong for him like they did in the Bruce McLaughlin. Yeah, those sectionals the other day, he's run home. His sectional, uh, there it is there. So he'd run home, Mike, uh, 34, um, 50, 9... I can't see. I need to put my glasses on. But yeah, thirty-four fifty-nine. Yeah, the other day's last six hundred. They were, you know, that that was that sectional compared with the remainder of the day, pretty plain. But you know, as I said, he's promising. So well, he, it, it, you don't know how much that early effort had to tell. That's that's correct. There was a yeah. roughie that led him. Was it Aloha Mashani Aloha led him early and. Uh, but the good part about it was it, in, in the wash-up, he was really good the last 200 metres when he was stoked up. But he needs to break cleanly this time and go. There's, there's a few roughies here with a bit of speed that's going to be around him. So um, I'm a little like you. I, I think probably 230. Well, just on those sections, I'll give you an idea. So 34 5 no, his section the other day. In the 1800 metre race, sneak preview, they ran home 34-5-1. So they actually went faster last 600 than they did in that race. Anyway... We'll wait and see. Probably win by five. (laughs) (laughs) That's the beauty of it. Everyone's got an opinion. Thanks, Mike. Okay, thank you, Steve. Michael Maxworthy, Ray Hickson, Racing New South Wales. How are you, Ray? Hello, Steve. I'm not too bad, thanks. Um, Nice to see things going uh, going to plan on the Gold Coast. Uh, Lots of high-priced yearlings and uh, chatter about the big race. Um, I think one thing that skips through to the keeper, Steve, is this 11-race program. I remember a lot of controversy when uh, we went to uh, 10 races saying that it was too much. And now the Gold Coast have, have set the bar higher. So uh, it's going to be a big day up there, isn't it? Yeah, this will be the biggest turnover day all year uh, with this the extra race. And, you know, you've got so many big players in town, you know, they're buying horses, mm. you got every participant, you're not only in Australasia, but the Northern Hemisphere as well. The turnover will be extraordinary. On this day? Well, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. Um, you know, big fields, competitive races, everyone's got an opinion. There's a lot of good horses uh, in a lot of these races. A few sort of headline horses. It'll be very interesting to see how Rothfire fares from his wide gate uh, with the big weight. And obviously the the two-year-old race uh, always holds a lot of attention. What do you I think like? It'll be a Sydney, I think it'll be a Sydney win, um, be it, I think, either Stormboy or Highness. I think they're clearly the, the, the two. Um, I, I don't mind Stormboy drawn where he is, Steve. I, I think it'll give him a little bit of time to sort of balance up. He's a you know, decent-sized two-year-old. Um, he does look very smart. His Highness has got that little bit of 
just something about him. That, that win at the goal at, at, at Wyong was, was quite strong late. Obviously, Spywire was stopping that day, and he was finishing hard. But um, yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how the day pans out. What is it? Race nine on the day, Steve? It is eight or nine. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we'll certainly have an idea of how the track is working out by then, and what this weird Gold Coast weather is doing. Yeah, it was, it's, I'll tell you what, it's fine now. Uh, blue sky at the moment <laughs> and uh, a few showers this morning. Just on Storm Boy, of course, two ago at Rose Hill, he, he led and he came off the bit, but he found and beat Traffic Warden. He then went to Melbourne and won. There were gaps through the field. Yeah. And as I said, maybe I'm just last start. It was an ugly watch, wasn't it? He was sort of out evenly, then three wide. Um, jockey was in two minds at him. He thought, oh, well, I'm on the best horse. I'll go forward. He's a $1.45 chance. He set outside Michani Aloha and then he got the job done by a bit of a yeah. margin. Um, so it's not all about times all the time. He's obviously progressive and you he's well beaten. Yeah, exactly. You can only win. Anyway, exactly. we'll see if we can find a few for Rose Hill. It's a, uh, look, it's, a, it's an all right meeting at Rose Hill. There's, there's probably not a lot of value around the meeting that I can find. And I was talking to Nick Burney about it before. And um, you know, we're sort of like the, the market seems to have worked out a lot of these races. So it would be a good day for the punters. But we'll, we'll kick off in race two in one of the highways. Number 11, I'm a seal. Now, a little bit of a throw at the stumps in the sense that she's just coming off a maiden win on a heavy track. So, you know, there's a little bit of an alarm bell there, but just, you just had to love the way she did it. And when uh, Craig Krogh just picked her up, take them on the inside on the home turn, she exploded away. The good thing about her is that she did win a barrier trial looking quite impressively on a firm surface. Now, we had half an inch of rain last night at Roseville, which is probably just going to mean we'll be on a good four in the morning and not potentially a good three. So that should give every horse a chance. So I'd like to see how I'm a steel measures up because I think she's in the easier of the two highways uh, at Rose Hill. And she's got a nice little gait and 54 kilos. If she's as smart as she looks, uh, she'll measure up. So race two, number 11, will be the first of my tips. I'm a steel, 2.11. We go to race six. Yeah, the punters probably don't love this horse for three running three seconds in a row, number eight, Louisville, but this could well be his race. Uh, I just like the setup for this race in, in one that doesn't appear to be as strongly run as what he's faced in his last couple. Two starts ago, he was in one of the races, uh, uh, the race won by Felix Majestic, where he just ran along in front. He got back to near last and just couldn't make up the ground. And last start, well, he again hit the line from a long way back after drawing out. So the third horse has come out and won since. So the form around is really good. He's got barrier one this time up to 1,800 metres. I think he'll just be a lot closer in the run in a race that won't be quite strongly as run. So if he can just throw that turn of foot off a slower pace, I think he might get get uh, get another win on the board, race six, number eight. Six, eight, which is Solar Blast. Uh, six, eight, Louisville, I mean. Um, I'm looking yeah. at Ben Scadden. He's going 6-8 as well. One of his selections in <laughs> South Australia. And Ray eight, you're like number nine. Yeah, Stadio Mastella. Um, now trained by Joe Pride, formerly with Chris Waller. Uh, this horse, we know it's got plenty of talent. Um, you know, it's, it's run some very good races against some sort of pretty handy types. Like what he's done in his trials for Joe Pride, particularly his latest one where he's uh, finished the race off strongly. Now, talking to Joe during the week, it wouldn't shock me at all if they roll forward from the outside barrier with uh, no speed in this race. And uh, just the way Joe goes when he picks up these horses, if they've got ability, uh, he'll get it out of them. And this horse certainly has. He's only had 10 starts, three wins, three placings. He has reacted very well fresh in the past. 
And uh, in a race with no speed at all, I think you can land outside the lead and wear the leader down. So we'll go with race eight, number nine. And we'll get your quadrilla thoughts in the morning, Racing HQ Saturday. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, 6.30, our coverage starts, Eastern Standard Time. Of course, a priority to speak to Navesh Ramdani first off in the morning. And, of course, an hour later, we get into our previews with David Fowler. But the big Magic Minions preview will be very extensive with David, Michael Maxworthy, Nicole, giving us all that pri- latest pricing information from TAB from 8 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Ben Scadden is with us. Murray Bridge, the venue. Good morning. G'day, Steve. How are you going? Good, thank you. We start the latter part of the meeting or the middle of the program because Cool the Jets is one that takes you right, race five. Yeah, he's racing really well, this horse, for Peter and Belinda Blanche. He's really good winner at Moorfield a couple of starts back in. A, admittedly, a, a softer race. A, that was just a class one, but he won well that day. And Look, I thought he was pretty solid again last time behind winning Revolution again at Moorfield. That was December 30. Um, stable is going well at the moment. They've taken the blinkers off and put the visors on, so I think that's interesting. Um, drawn barrier three, Dom Tenure on board. I don't think there's a huge amount of depth to this race, and he's um, he's got a very solid form line for a field of this quality. I expect him to be... Uh, look, he'll get back, but he'll, I'm sure he'll finish very strongly, cool the Jets. Race five, four, and we mentioned Ray Hickson like six, eight. You like six, eight as well. Yeah, and this is a bit of a... Um, you know, you should get a little bit, a little bit of value, I, I think, with um, with Solar Blast, one for Richard and Chantel Jolly. Richard and Chantel have, have been up on the Gold Coast, looking at uh, looking at yearlings over the past few days. I think, that, I think they've only had not had a huge amount of luck. I think they've got one or two. But um, look, this bloke Solar Blast, he's um, been really consistent. He's got a good record: twelve starts for two wins, seven placings. Likes Murray Bridge as well. Um, if you look back to um, to his last prep, he beat Platinum Wolf, who we know is a He's a very smart horse um, over the 1,400 metres. I think, um, yeah, this is the right kind of conditions for him. 1,400 metres at Murray Bridge, he's, he's only had the one go, and, he, and like I said, he beat a nice horse like Platinum Wolf that day. Um, he's also considered close-ish to the speed. He's drawn out a little bit with uh, Barry Nine, Jake Torek on board, so we have a few options there. But um, I think he's a nice quality horse, and I think he's, he's pretty much ready to show his absolute best now, Solar Blast, after two runs back from a break. Talked about Harry Coffey. Here we go again. You like more sugar? Nine five. More sugar? Yeah, I certainly do. Um, look, I, um, you know, if you've if you've been on her, you you might be um, kind of running out of patience because she's um, she's been in the market and, and beaten at, at, a, at quite a few of her most recent runs. I think she's been favourite at um, you know three of her past five starts, and she's actually raced pretty well at all of them. I thought the run at Gawler. She's on the quick backup, so she raced at Gawler behind second and last time, and. Um, it was impossible to make ground that day, um, like in Eindorf, but had you know very few options from Barry Rach. She settled basically last, and she still made very solid ground in the straight um, to have been just over five lengths. Um, like I said, I think I said um, after her run at Gawler, I said, look, don't give up, follow her, um, be on her wherever she is next time, and that next time it ended up being seven days later. They put the blinkers back on her, taking the winkers off. Barrier one, Jason Holder on board. Look, she'll. She is a horse who gets back um, with the blinkers on. She might be a touch sharper early, but, um, yeah, like I said, if, you, if you've if you been on more sugar at her most recent runs, don't give up tomorrow. I think um, she's, a, she's a great chance of actually turning around and winning her fourth race of her career. Nine, five, more sugar. Thanks, Ben. Good, have a good day. Ben Scadden, his selections, Murray Bridge, five, four, cool the jet, six, eight, solar blast, nine, five, more sugar. As I mentioned, it's a great time of year in Tasmania. Colin McNiff, how are you, Colin? Yeah, very well, thanks, Steve. 
Gee, I like that horse uh, that we got to see a best um, uh, run in a bit in Queensland. Um, ran second in the feature during the week. Is it hype? Gee, that horse hype, is going yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely flying because yeah. down here was really good in the new market, in the concrete. Um, yeah, then, then won the Sheffield Cup and was, was fabulous. Hit the line really well uh, in uh, Devonport in the Cup. Yeah, we've seen a lot of those Lloyd Williams horses going with it over the years too. Of course, he started in Ireland, uh, that particular mm. horse. But, gee, that horse is going well over there. He'll win a big one soon, hype. Um, tonight, Launceston, race one, you like one? Yeah, Miss Tasmania, she's only had the one start ran third in Hobart. Started favourite on that occasion. She's had a little bit of a freshen up since then. She did trial very well in Launceston prior to that first run. So back on the Launceston circuit, I know they're aiming this filly. She's a, an all-female syndicate. They're aiming her at the Magic Millions race uh, next month with the bonus attached to that. So she resumes here tonight after freshen up. Sicky car trains and uh, she's got the ride. Really keen on Miss Tasmania race one number seven. One seven, go to race six, number three. Better than Banksy racing really well. It was a long way back, uh, probably last coming around the home turn in Hobart on uh, December 29. Um, it did it finished second on that occasion, hit the line really well. Did win three starts back. It's, uh, it's formed this campaign has been really good for Gary White. So expecting it to win again tonight, race six, number three. Better than Banksy. And what's the one in the next? The loss is a stone that's top weight uh, with the all-powerful Glenn Stevenson stable that just wins everything at the present time. It's only had the two runs for Steve, though. It was a very unlucky first up, second at Devonport. Made amends at its next outing. I think it'll make it two in a row. Cody Jordan riding. She's in great form. Steve-O's in great form. So it ticks a lot of boxes there. And the horse is in good form as well. So race seven, number one. Thanks, Colin. Cheers, Steve. Launceston tonight, 1-7. Six three seven one. Just going back to the start, uh, we heard from David Gately. He's best at Flemington. Nine three miracle spin, and his value race ten number eight Ebony King. So nine three ten eight Sydney it was four eleven infancy. Michael Maxworthy here at the Gold Coast. Huge day. Four nine boom talk. Six one Prince of Boom. Seven three King of Sparta. Ray Hicks and Rose Hill. It was race two eleven. I'm a steel. Race six number eight Louisville. And race eight nine is Stadio Mastala. Two eleven, six eight, eight nine, Ben Scad Murray Bridge, five four cool the jets, six eight, solar blast, nine five, more sugar. So five four, six eight, nine five.